on Facebook as we do our Monday shuffle where things aren't working. And things are crazy. Yeah, my earpiece is falling out. Oh, well, yeah. that's going to happen during that's the That's what show. I'm doing the Howard. So, so Sarah, <laughs> tell, tell me. Tell me, how is it on that side of the table on Pop That Culture? Oh, the humanity. Uh, yeah, we have a sombrero with us randomly, yes. you know, because there are just props flying around <laughs> there, this, there <laughs> this studio. We never know what we're going to find when we show up here. We're like, ah, put it on the table. But uh, it was the big weekend in Detroit because it was Grand Prix weekend. Baby. Baby. <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, the, the two guys who were in the car, okay. I don't know why, but this, car, this story kind of makes me laugh. It should. <laughs> because it was the pace car, <laughs> which I know they're still uh, going fast, but. They're going very fast. Yeah. Have you ever gone to any of the press functions on Grand Prix Day where they have like media day? No. Okay, they do, they do what they call the hot lap. Okay. On media day. And what they do is they take people like you and me. Yeah. And then we're supposed to post it on Facebook. And, and oh. like I brought my GoPro. And it's they, just me in the car screaming. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. They throw you into a car and they have a driver. They'll have like Helio Castroneves yeah. like drive the car. And, and, like, and, the, and they'll even do it with kid gloves on. And so I was in one of these cars on a show that I used to be on, and we were taking turns doing like 130 miles an hour. Did you pee just a little? I was, yes. Yeah. I would, because they, they, you have to be in a full helmet, and you have to have that device so you don't sure. snap your neck. Oh, my God. And Yeah, and I thought, oh, they're just going to drive us around the track. No, they don't, they don't mess around. So I guess the pace car guy... That's some serious doo-doo, right? I mean, you yeah. need to take it seriously. You do. Well, in particular, because of the, the course here for the Grand Prix is, I mean, its reputation is that the roads are rough. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, this is not a smooth track yes. that they're on. And so a GM executive wrecked the pace car. Yeah, that pace car's life ended Grand Prix maturely. Oh, he's back. Uh, he hasn't had a ding in a while. He's got one now. Um, yeah, so he had another guy in the car with him. Um, I think it was an exec from IndyCar. But um, here's a little clip so you, you can see it as it happens. But apparently why it happened was because he hit a bump in the road. Back live at Detroit, and the race has stopped before it even really got started. The pace car spun and hit the wall, exiting the pit lane off of that hump that comes off onto the racetrack. You uh, see the safety team is there with the pace car and, uh, and its occupants. They're going to try and motion the field around, although I think most of the drivers have shut the engines off by now. Watch this. Just bizarre. It's like he wasn't expecting to see the two-seater there. He's putting his ear back in. Oh, yeah, that was terrifying, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I, like I said, luckily, both of those guys are okay. And the other thing, too, is that this guy, Mark Russ, who wrecked the pace car, um, he has driven the pace car for this thing for years. So it's not like he's inexperienced. He's no rookie. He should know what kind of track he's dealing with. Well, but. you know, those Corvettes are, you know, they're putting, you know, depending on the model, they're putting four or 500 horsepower to two wheels in a very light car. And there's tons of YouTube videos showing people driving Corvettes that have really have no idea what happens when you put the pedal down. So maybe he just, you know, he was yeah. doing Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift <laughs> and then he lost it, went into the wall. There's a wall. He goes, you know what? It's a company car. Right, exactly. You know, I don't even have to pay ah. the deductible. It's no piggy. Yeah, it'll so, buff right out. 
It's only a really expensive sports car, but other than that, ah, don't worry about it. And then, of course, there were still lots of graduation parties and graduation mm. ceremonies that have been happening recently. And there was also one for the graduating seniors in Parklands. Yes, and there were several seniors, I think it was four, four. that weren't at the graduation ceremonies, which is, you know... Let's not politicize it. Either way, it's it's terrible when you lose that many. It was seventeen you know, kids. in total, but four seniors. So they received um, posthumous degrees, and their families um, picked them up for them. But uh, obviously, because of what had happened, and it's only been four months. I'm not even. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. Um, it could have been an entirely somber occasion. Mm. But then there was a surprise graduation speaker. And I thought this was so cool. Jimmy Fallon came out and just surprised everybody. That's awesome. At this uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School um, to speak for them. Nobody had any idea that he was going to come out. He has marched with the kids before mm -hmm. um, and gotten to know a handful of people. But, yeah, he showed up, and um, he did a really great job because, obviously, to be a graduation speaker at this particular high school, you have to walk a line between – being respectful, um, but then also um, maybe lightening the right. mood a little Delivering bit. Yeah. yeah, and so he was able to do that. So here's a, a little piece of what Jimmy did. When you think of commencement speakers, you think of people who are inspirational, people who are eloquent, people who have changed the world. When you think of high school students, you think of people who are a little immature, slightly awkward, still learning to be an adult. Welcome to Opposite Day. <laughs> Today you're graduating from high school. You should feel incredibly proud of yourself. That doesn't mean you should rest on your laurels. Or your yannies. <laughs> some of you will grow up to hear yannies, some of you will grow up to hear laurel, but the most important thing to know is that neither of these things will matter by the end of the summer. Here's what will matter. You, the class of 2018, will have graduated. And you won't be classmates anymore. You'll be adults who Facebook search each other at 2 in the morning for the next 10 years. <laughs> Truth. So true. So true. See, he, he brought the right amount of levity. Now, he, I think he would have crossed the line if he would have brought Justin Timberlake out and they would have done a rap battle. Right, or exactly. Or the Roots would have come along and they would have played uh, Pomp and Circumstance on toy instruments. Not the time. See, Not the time. But he did yeah. walk the line the right way. He did. He did yeah. it well. And actually, a little bit later, because his speech was about 10 minutes long, but a little bit later he talked about um, how he brought his wife and his two kids uh, to this event. And mm -hmm. he started to get choked up and how proud he was of all of these kids, you know, um, after pulling together after what happened to them and how they're trying to change the world and they're not the future, they're, you know, the present because mm -hmm. they're changing the world now rather than right. later. And so it was it was yeah. a really cool thing. It is. That and he you did. Know, Sarah, I've always believed that the children are the future. Teach them well. And let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty. They possess inside. Yes. Mm. Give them a sense of... No. Um, oh, there is one kid, though, that I am not proud of, even though he finally right. did what we wanted him to do. He's behaving less maturely overall than most of the kids that graduated in yes. 2018. Oh, this guy. So, you could never forget 30-year-old Michael Rotondo, 
who was living with his parents and refused to move out to the point where they gave him a million notices on paper and then they had to all oh, look at our buddy they there. They had to litigate. He's got his hair in a little man bun. Yeah, they had to sue the pants off of him, literally. And uh, the court actually gave him a certain amount of time before he had to get out of the house. But it had to be even more awkward than usual in, in between the time that they uh, were in court with him mm -hmm. And then, like, I don't know, it's been like a week or two weeks that he was still staying in the house. Right. And then finally, on this past Friday, two hours before um, the cops were basically going to come get him, the court mandated time right. for him to get out. Well, he actually moved out. It, at least he moved out under his own power, not being escorted by police or anything like that. Well, I here's mean. a couple of fun, <laughs> awkward, awkward things about this story. Number one, um, for the first week or two weeks or something, what he's moving into is an Airbnb, and he's not paying for it. Um, conservative radio talk show host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones is paying for him to stay in the Airbnb, because this guy doesn't have any money, for paying for him to stay in the Airbnb. And then after that, he's going to move in with a distant cousin. So that's one. Right. And then two, um, Michael called the cops on his parents that day because he realized or thought that uh, he may have left behind a Lego set that he wanted to give to um, his son that he had no longer has custody of. What? What? And he... Was it the Death Star? I don't know what it was, okay. but there were Legos in the basement, he thought. And so he wanted to come back in the house. But his dad was like, no, no, you're gone. It's already past the court-mandated time. Don't come back in our house again, ever. And he said, I'll go downstairs, I'll look for what you're looking for, and if I find it, I will come out of the house and bring it and like leave it out you know, on the mm. curb, basically, for you to come get it. And so Michael called the cops so he could get the Legos. Thanksgiving's going to be really awkward. Oh, these people are never going to have a meal <laughs> together again. I have a big feeling they're not going to be passing any potatoes with each other. That's not going to happen. I honestly wonder how long it's going to be before a reality television show pops up around this family. Or they shoot the show from both sides. Oh. You know, as a perspective. Okay. Maybe just like American Chopper. Right. Where Paul Jr. and Paul Sr. don't talk anymore. I didn't realize that there was that rift. Oh, there's a big rift. Oh. Paul Jr. started his own shop to compete against Paul Sr. Not cool. Not cool. And then, and then they ended up doing a show where they try to build a bike together and talk out their differences. <laughs> <laughs> It's so real, Joe. Yes, it's, it's reality television. <laughs> it's so real. Uh, well, semi-reality television star Kanye West <laughs> is uh, doing his thing. Um, I mean, he's been on the Kardashians show a handful of times, although he generally tries to stay off camera. But he mm. certainly doesn't try to stay off Twitter uh, recently because he's had his fun Kanye tweets that are allegedly going to become a book someday. And he is putting out new music. Right. Uh, he put out a new album on Thursday called Yay, um, and as he was driving to the listening party, he had some inspiration because it was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Mm. He's like, oh, mountains, Tetons. Yes. I'm used to big mountains mm. in my life with my ladies. Yeah, so. little-known fact about Jackson Hole mm. is where uh, the Jackson, uh, you know, Tito and Michael uh -huh. took ski lessons along with Courtney Love, <laughs> which is why they call it Jackson Hole. Mm -hmm. Such an inspiration mm -hmm. for so many people. Right. And including Kanye, who, as he was driving to the listening party, took a picture of the mountains and then in bright green lettering on his phone wrote, I hate being bipolar. 
it's awesome. And that became the album cover. <laughs> I mean, he's a man who's always thinking, he's doing his work right. on the fly. You can't, uh, you can't tell Kanye what to do. Mm -hmm. And if he wants to take a picture on his iPhone and then just, you know, do a little scribbling and oh, that's yeah. my album cover, that's, that's my that's album cover. That's why you can do it. Maybe he has an Apple Pencil. Who knows? I would imagine. However, it becomes a meme, of course, <laughs> thanks to the interwebs. Immediately. You can't have a simple landscape photo and think people aren't going to meme no. the crap out of that. Mm. <laughs> and no. So... Yes, they do. Oh, this one. I love that one. That the first thing somebody thought of was to take the uh, the the pizza fury that people have about mm. pineapple and immediately put it on there. I, I like pineapple on pizza. So do I. That's why we're friends. Oh, look Dave? out! No. Producer Dave is gonna. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. He is going to uh, walk out of this you, room. Did you He's tweet that flip out? Flip a table. Is that you? Maybe. All right. <laughs> Making sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a hotly contested topping. Some people believe that not just pineapple, but, you know, like no fruit in general belongs anywhere near a Tomato pizza. is technically a fruit, so True. the sauce is fruit sauce, people. Dun, dun, dun. You're eating Smucker's pizza. Duh. Smucker's pizza. Jeez. Yeah, I like a good uh, ham pineapple pizza. Yeah, my kid loves it. Delicious. Mm. I'll take it. And then, uh, because this happened on Thursday, and it was top of mind, where um, in Thursday's game between the Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors, J.R. Smith tried to dribble out the clock because he thought that his team was ahead by a point. Uh, <laughs> and that was not what was happening. <laughs> so someone, <laughs> J.R. Smith thought they were up one. I thought we were up one. That's why I dribbled out the clock. Uh, oh, that's a... But, I mean, really, you could just keep this going for a long time you, right. you can write you know whatever pop culture thing is happening on the day you can make your little kanye album right. uh meme and just keep it going for right. a while we should have t-shirts we'll have a different kanye meme yeah and have day. a diff different little Fantastic. message on it every day yeah. i like it man boobs <laughs> there you go excellent but yeah kanye he's he's a creative he's a giver so thanks thanks buddy yeah. we, we really appreciate it he gives me money when i'm in need <laughs> Um, you know, so you watched, you actually caught part of the NBA action this weekend. Uh, no, I heard about it. Oh, I thought mm -hmm. you, I thought you were glued to the television. No, I mean, I, I, I should have been paying attention because I know that, uh, it can potentially get me a free taco because with Taco Bell. This is ba why we're friends. This is so many reasons right now why our <laughs> friendship is just amazing. Uh, taco, taco Bell has a, what is it? It's something, steal a game, steal a taco, something like mm -hmm. that. So if a, a visiting team steals a game from the home team, then, um, then everybody can get one free taco mm. the next day. Delicious. Yes. And uh, I'll take it. And I think it was, I don't know if it was the regular or the Cool Ranch, but I think it was one of the Dorito shell yeah. tacos that you can get for free. Yes. Yes. Just, oh, I think those were forged by the hands of God himself. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this weekend, obviously, it's been very busy, all the things that we're talking about. Not so busy. Maybe there were tumbleweeds rolling through the theater. Oh, I, I went again. You've gone twice? Yes, I took the... To see Solo, a new, Star Wars story? Here's the new Santos family movie tradition. Okay. Some Usually when a big movie comes out now, yeah. Sarah knows this, I will tiptoe out of the house on Thursday... <laughs> And see the 11 o'clock show. So we can talk about it here on Friday. Yes. And then I save the receipt so I can write it off at the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> so 
Then what I do after But I'm you don't tell your family. I don't tell my family. So they don't realize that you've seen this movie and left the house like a thief right. in the night. So then I, I evaluate, is this appropriate for our seven-year-old? Okay. And you knowing, Yeah. And then we go if mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. So needless to say, we saw Solo again yesterday. And there were people in the theater. There were no tumbleweeds. Now, when you saw the movie for the second time and your wife and your son still don't know that you've already seen the movie, mm. did you have to pretend to be shocked or interested in things that were happening that you already knew were coming? No. I just don't say, like, watch this. <laughs> you know, I right. don't do that part. Okay. But um, Jonah loved it. I, yeah. I still like the movie. My wife hated it. Oh, really? Couldn't stand it. Interesting. She's like, I didn't like it. I thought it was a perfectly fun, you know, summertime adventure but, story. I, you know, right. I just said that it's not, uh, he'll never be Han Solo no matter <laughs> how hard he tries. Let's put it this way. Because she, she is not in, in any way invested in the Star Wars universe. So I made a mention, like I knew him. I go, oh, remember when Lando did this? And she goes, who was Lando again? <laughs> That's what I, Yeah. Your wife said, who was Lando yeah. again? The guy that stole the movie. Well, and, okay. So she, had, has she seen other Star Wars movies? Yes, yes. Did she know who Lando? We've been watching them at home one at a time. We have the box set and we've okay. been watching them at home. Okay. We're, not, we're not at Empire. It actually, it timed perfectly because the next one from the box set is Empire. Okay. So I think context will happen in the Santos house. All right. Mm. Well, Solo this weekend, uh, the first weekend out, it underperformed mm. the second week it was out it <laughs> uh, tanked look forward to the dollar movies next hard week. <laughs> it went down by 65 percent they made uh 29 million dollars in their second weekend that is pitiful for a movie like this and they're worried, like, are we going to even make our production costs see, back at this point see what the marvel universe has done to movies Seriously. Yeah. Like, if it weren't for the Marvel, 20 million, yeah, we'll take it. Why not? You know. No, this is bad. And there were no other big movies actually out at the time for competition. And in the next three weeks, it's going to have to go up against Ocean's 8, Incredibles 2, and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So I'm thinking mm. it's going to bring in like $2 next week, and it's not going to make any money. Right. But you brought up the Avengers and the Marvel Universe. We found out over the weekend that one of its stars is a hero in real life, and we will tell you that story when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Guys, wait up. Hold on, Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for the mm -hmm. show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. 
We've got the parts you need when you need them. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I do need a hero, and I do dream of this particular hero. <laughs> you do. I do. Well, okay, so my crush on Benedict Cumberbatch started mm. with Sherlock. Sherlock. Mm. Amazing. He is such a good Sherlock. Well, so have you ever thought about the Sherlock sandwich, like the RDJ Sherlock and the Cumberbatch Sherlock? I'm not mad at it. I would take that sandwich. <laughs> I like it. They're very different Sherlocks, but they're both... Yeah. Uh, they're both very sexy in their own ways. Well, you know, in the adult movie industry, the Holmes clan is known for being well endowed. That's true. So if Sherlock Holmes <laughs> is Sherlock like Peter. his ancestor John Holmes, <laughs> oh, John then Holmes. you know that things are going to be good for Sarah, right? <laughs> you know that he is smart and packing. He just yes. has to be. Uh, so anyway, uh, he's also beloved by people now as Doctor Strange as well, which that one is growing on me. I wasn't a huge fan of the Doctor Strange oh, movie. I love him as Doctor Strange. Do you? Yeah. I thought he was he was good in uh, Infinity War, but in his standalone movie, I don't know, I wasn't over the moon for the standalone movie itself. Really? But, you know, it's, it's fine. Mm. But uh, he's apparently a really good dude because yeah. he, he helped a guy that was being mugged. There was a, a cyclist that is a delivery guy um which i so you can't really see it on the um but i mean he is carrying the normal thing that the cyclists carry for this company called deliveroo which i think is hysterical oh we're in london it's <laughs> yeah. deliveroo well you know detroit is one of the cities you know in, in bigger cities like new york you there can get are, anything at any yeah, time there, bike messengers are a really kind of a, a way of life I yeah mean, you use them a lot in new york especially if you just want an ice cream at two in the morning well, right, yeah so i think this one is more like a like a food thing mm. and yeah i love the idea of just boop 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 you know when uh a store is closed or whatever, or they're, you know, they don't have specific mm -hmm. delivery drivers for this particular thing, you know, to have a delivery service that can get you anything at any time. So this poor Deliveroo cyclist is just trying to do his thing, and four guys come out of nowhere and punch him, mm -hmm. and Benedict Cumberbatch happened to be in a taxi with his wife, actually, oh. um, and saw all of this going down. And gets out of the car and starts yelling at him and tell him to leave him alone. Yeah, and then what he did sorry to interrupt, was he analyzed all 35 million probabilities <laughs> of what would happen if yes. he didn't get out of the taxi right. and then realized that saving the bike messenger would prevent Thanos from ultimately attaining his goal. He's a thinker. That's why he makes the big bucks. Yes. Um, well, what I love is that there was actually, um, this happened in November, and I want to say that the delivery bicyclist um, sent out a tweet at the time to thank him for helping but for some reason it's not really become like 
big public knowledge until mm. now. And there was an article in um, one magazine that was talking to the driver of the taxi cab or the Uber mm. or whatever it was. And I love that the driver was trying to make it sound like he was the hero. <laughs> and then about halfway through the story, he's like, well, really, it was mostly Benedict. And I think they realized that he's a celebrity and they didn't want to beat up a celebrity. And so they did run off. But like the driver was trying to take credit for this whole thing. And then he's like, all right, fine. It was Doctor Strange who actually was uh, defending himself quite nicely against right. these thugs. And he did have the CGI, like, hands. <laughs> yeah, there was the glowing yeah. orbs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I love, uh, I love to know that uh, my crush is also just a real good dude in real life. So let's jump to one of my crushes then. Please. Mm. Let's jump to Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Easy on the eyes, athletic. <laughs> yes. She is gorgeous. She is practically a perfect human being, and uh, and she made a fantastic Wonder Woman in the very first uh, Wonder Woman and standalone movie. And there's going to be a Wonder Woman two. We don't know. We don't know if it's that or what it's (laughs) going to specifically be called. But um, there have been rumors that the second Wonder Woman movie with her is going to be set in the 80s. I love it. So then people freaked out on Friday when the DC Entertainment president posted an image on Facebook and it was just WW84. Her hair is all poofy and there's no final net. Well, so that's what I want to know. Because, well, first of all, I'm kind of hoping they take her costume in another direction. Like this! Back to the old days. Now, granted. Yes! Granted. Oh, that's the OG Wonder this, Woman. Right. So oh, this yeah. this is my Wonder Woman. <laughs> this is the show that I watched as a child, but I for some reason had it in my head that Wonder Woman was early eighties. But this the was 70s. Like late seventies yeah. to seventy-nine, which I guess I don't know if I watched it on uh, reruns or what it was, but um, I have I, the box set, I'll loan it to you. Do you, can, you? You can catch up. Oh, I would love to watch it again. See, uh, the, my favorite Wonder Woman costume is the one where her the blue shorts mm-hmm. are uh, less like hot pants, and they have the bigger stars. Oh. they show more of the... Oh, more of the... It's a higher, maybe, yeah. cut on yeah. the... Yeah, because they are kind of diapery. She's, she's got the Joni Greggins thing going on when they change her <laughs> costume. To, to coin a reference. I do think I... Oh, what was it? I, I remember I wanted to see Wonder Woman when I was little, and I was sad because my parents had not gotten cable yet, and so I couldn't... We couldn't watch it, and I think it... Somehow we needed cable to see it or something like that, and we didn't have wow. cable yet. <laughs> Amazing. Was, I was really bummed out. Black and white TV. <laughs> yes. It took like 30 minutes to warm up. Oh to my actually goodness. be able to see Wonder Woman. Oh, uh, you didn't watch it for Lyle Wagner? No. Come on. No, what? On I... a good week, you could see Lyle Wagner in Wonder Woman and on Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Come on. No, you know, when I was little, I was just, I just thought she was so cool and could do anything. And she had an invisible jet. Oh, yeah. And she got to be all glamorous. And I 100% wanted to be Wonder Woman. Mm. Two things about Wonder Woman that impressed me always. Mm. Um, Not those two things. Well, I mean, they're kind of the... um, Number one, she could find the invisible jet because it was invisible. You know, she, times she, I've is there like the a car. boop boop? Yeah, I have to flash the you know, the headlights in my car to find it, <laughs> especially if it's at the airport and I've been gone for a week. I'm in the wrong. Hey, I didn't park in the big blue deck. What the hell? You know. And then the second thing is, remember that Wonder Woman had this awesome power. Um, 
And she could basically, because, you know, she she changed from Diana Prince into Wonder Woman yes. spinning around. Wonder Woman! But if she had to catch a bad guy on a skateboard, she'd spin around, and then she'd have a skateboard helmet on. I'm like, that is so dope! Oh well, my God. First of all, that she had any skateboard skills at all, yeah. I'm sure you were losing your mind over right. that, because you were a little skater yeah. kid. And then, and then it's like, oh, I gotta swim in the ocean? She'd spin around, psh, wetsuit! Come on, Swimmies, man. floaties. She's ready to roll. And Deborah Wigger was her little sister? Come <laughs> on. It didn't get any better than that. It really didn't. So anyway, if they do Wonder Woman 2, I kind of want the costume to go more in this direction. Or if they need to save some money, they could also go in this direction. Yes. Oh, man. Again. Did you have those? Yes! I had Superman. What? If you were a child, you... Totally wanted underoos because that was the easiest superhero costume other than tying like a towel around your neck that you could get right. to. You know what? Are they foreshadowing a Marvel DC crossover event? In this old advertisement? This could be amazing. This is not. <laughs> is, is that what you're doing, Sarah? Yes. That's so awesome. Yes. I knew that oh. they knew that someday this was going to happen. You know what? If Wonder Woman takes place in the 80s, I want, to, I want to see one thing. And they don't even have to be graphic about it. Yeah. I want to see them um, cut in a, uh, a Motley Crue video and have, <laughs> and have uh, Wonder Woman on the shoulders of some dude, like really drunk, and <laughs> Flash. she flashes Vince Neil. That's what I want to see. And have him turn and look, home sweet home. <laughs> Oh, it could ha anything could happen in Wonder Woman 2. We don't know what they're going to do. That's completely possible. Now, taking another page out of the 80s, they are going to reboot something else. So they're basically going to bury the pet cemetery in the pet cemetery. Yes. And let it come back to us. Ooh. And then Herman Munster's going to say, the ground's sour over there. <laughs> Yes, they are going to reboot Stephen King's classic Pet Cemetery. The 1989 original starred Fred Gwynn, but the new one will have John Lithgow in that same role, which is, that's fine. You know what? Whatever. See, that fixes it for me. Does it? It makes you yeah, feel better? It makes me feel better. Lithgow's good. He can be creepy. But still, you know, they did the same thing to The Shining and Salem's Lot, and the, the reboots, even though they were more modern yeah. and the production values were really good, they didn't do anything for me. I knew the story, so yeah. the story's really good, because they retold the same story. So here's the deal. Uh, Stephen King, his movies have been sort of uneven as far as how well they do and mm. or how well their reboots do, or it finally coming to fruition. Like that Dark Tower movie was so expensive and made no right. money. Nobody liked the Dark yeah. Tower. And then It. But then It, because that was such a me mega success, that's why they're like, oh, yeah, let's get into, let's do Pet Cemetery, get some of that It money okay. and see if it can happen. The only thing other than John Lithgow fixing this that will help me yeah. accept the new Pet Cemetery mm -hmm. is number one, um, Gage has to be super duper creepy again. Because <laughs> that really freaked me the F out. Of course. Uh, number two, the Ramones have to do the soundtrack again. Okay. So, therefore, you would have to take Joey Ramone and bury him in the Pet Cemetery. <laughs> See, this all hinges on the Pet Cemetery <laughs> being real, right? It does. Did you have a Pet Cemetery in your backyard? We totally did oh, when I was dude, little. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah, do you have... Uh, yeah. No. What, no. Do I have what? Oh, you guys don't have any animals right now. So no. I was going to ask if you've had to do that. But, yeah, like when I was little, there were just... Guinea pigs and hamsters galore, like in the backyard over there. Did your dad bury the singing rat? Oh, this is singing that where the singing rats. rat is buried? No. Okay, so let me tell you a story about Sarah. <laughs> so, apparently, Sarah's dad really used to love to sing in the shower, 
And uh, he would get in the shower and he would sing in his normal voice. But at some point, he would start singing in a falsetto. Yes. And that would be the singing rat that was in the shower with him. So he told me the legend of this rat in our house that would like to sing along with my dad while he was in the shower. And when I was a tiny, tiny kid, I believed that we had a singing rat. <laughs> yeah. That's my world. That's my life. And, you know, and then Sarah's dad would be like, hey, singing rat, can you soap my back, please? <laughs> sure thing, dog. I'll small, get right to small it. Small on my back right there. I have a hard time getting to it. Yeah. And if that's not creepy enough, just you wait until we tell you what the original story was supposed to look like for the beloved Cinderella hooker story, Pretty Woman. And we'll get to that when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Break me off a piece of that. 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 Bring up a piece of that. Bring up a piece of that. Bring up a piece of that. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm just currently traumatizing Joe <laughs> with stories of pets. From times gone by yeah, in the, the old, old four-acre household. Oh my God. <laughs> we had a bird that just kept killing her babies. It was like a horror movie. Also almost like a horror movie, Pretty Woman. Yeah. First of all, this movie came out when I was a junior in high school. And I oh boy. probably should not have gone to see a movie that was about a hooker. Uh, but as it turned out, it was a, you know, since it was a Gary Marshall joint, it was super <laughs> yeah. Cinderella-y-ish and, you know, right. Disney-ized, basically. It was like a League of Their Own, but with hookers. <laughs> yes. And so it completely had a happy ending, and they really fell in love, and he respected her in the end. And she got to, you know, have all of her big Julia Roberts m moments in the film. But I guess the guy who was one of the original script writers 
basically released what the story was originally going to be. And um, it was different. We'll say that depressing about two horrible people and yeah more like that this was really the movie that it first was going to be so she was supposed to be a hooker with a really bad drug mm -hmm. problem who had to hook so she could get her next fix mm -hmm. and the richard gear part was supposed to just treat her like an object at you know the whole movie and then throw her out at the end mm -hmm. and it was super depressing and apparently in the first script there was no Big mistake, huge, when she goes, you know, and takes the big shopping bags to the uh, store that wouldn't wait on her. Have you never seen this movie? I have. I'm, okay. letting, I'm letting you finish your thought. <laughs> that was the only part of the movie that I really liked was when she... When she was like, yeah. in your face, shop ladies who won't help me. Mm -hmm. And then she walks away and, you know, Roy Orbison yeah. starts playing. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I've seen the movie. I didn't remember. I mean, it's not a Star Trek movie, Sarah. <laughs> Come on. I saw that movie of... Billion I, times when I did. was younger. Yeah, was... you could ask me about Pretty Woman. I'd be like, oh, yeah, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> I'd be like, what? You know? This is when I kill you, Joe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. I, here's the thing. It's like, number one, I, you know, George Costanza, he had it coming. You know, he totally getting, had it he's coming. He's getting all handsy and everything. And, what a um, douche. And he deserved to have his car abused. I'm yes. just saying. Yeah, no, completely. So, actually, and somebody, I think, tried to go to Julia Roberts for a comment on that, because she thought that, like, the full script would never get out there, mm. this original one that may have been called 3,000, which is how much he pays her for the week. But, oh, um, you mean there weren't 3,000 supercut Greek men <laughs> fighting? No. In CGI. 300. No. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if we were going to see, like, a super track-marked uh, <laughs> who's just like, come on, baby. Let's go to the hotel, motel, yeah. Holiday Inn. Yeah, the, the scene where they do the polo, it's, he's a brony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's all kinky. It was a totally different movie. I'm going to ride you. <laughs> Put the divot back if you catch my drift. You know what I'm saying. You know. Um, but I'm glad it didn't end up that way because yeah. that sounds horrible. Yeah, and Roxette would be like, they'd be actually hooking for their next fix. <laughs> If it weren't, you know, Pretty Woman wasn't a success. Oh, God. I totally had that soundtrack on cassette. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Yes. With Roxette Yes, I'm it. so glad that Pretty Woman gave us the song King of Wishful Thinking. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it changed my life. Which, do yourself a favor. Um, go uh, down the rabbit hole on YouTube and look up Jimmy Fallon did a shot-for-shot shot remake of King of Wishful Thinking, the video. <laughs> and I forgot about that video, but when you watch them back-to-back, -back, you're like, this is insane. What was going on with videos in the early 90s? Here's the thing. In, in the early 90s, they hadn't gotten to that point yet where it was indie filmmakers making videos. Yeah. It was guys that wanted to make music videos making music videos. Right. And then at some point, they're like, okay, you're the next David Fincher. We'll let you make a music video. <laughs> yeah, the song's only three minutes long, but you can make it a 14-minute video all day if you want. No problem. <laughs> Now, if you go to Twitter <clears throat> and you ask people to weigh in on something, uh, you can bet that they are going to come back with mm. a lot of advice for you, which is what happened to a lovely young lady named Haley Bird. Uh, she's known uh, on Twitter, uh, the Birdinator. Yes. And the Birdinator was very upset because her boyfriend uh, apparently had never eaten Twix. I'm sorry, um, Kit, Kat. Kit Kats before. And so he opens up the package. Like a normal human, you would break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. That's how most people eat it. 
Break it mm. off, take a bite, break it off. This is the only candy bar that has audio instructions <laughs> as to how to eat this it's candy bar. It's in the bar. song. It's in the freaking song. No other candy bar has this. What kind of monster right. eats it like this? Let's see the, oh, God, what is, why, why? He totally needs to I'm having a Nancy Kerrigan moment <laughs> when he takes the bite like, and how do you who not, does this? How do you not know what a Kit Kat is? Well, I don't think I've ever, what is this uh, Kit Kat you, you speak eat it, of? That Dave eats his. my Kit Kat bar, I'll eat it how the hell I want. Wait, that's how you eat it? Who's Randy and why are you feeling him <laughs> with a Kit Kat bar? Every day we learn something new about producer Dave and clearly he is a total monster because he doesn't like uh, pineapple on his pizza and he will eat Kit Kats like this. Sometimes I'll take a bite like that and I'll still break him off a little bit later. What is happening? So the girl, the Birdinator, posts a picture of what her boyfriend did to uh, the candy. And it didn't take long for other Twitter users to have their comments, including Jake Tapper from CNN, who well, said, break up with him at once. Right. Well, you know, she's a, she covers politics. Is She's a political journalist. The Birdinator? Yes. She is? So this, which is why people like Jake, oh, Jake Tapper are I thought he was just in. surfing around looking at <laughs> no. stuff, and he was like... But, I like there's there's replies. People are showing pictures of how people eat Twizzlers, like taking just giant yes. bites. And so people were a wanting her to break up with him. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. How did he take it when you broke up with him? And then also wondering how this guy eats other foods. They're like, does he eat right. a banana sideways and just go in that <laughs> right. thing? Does he actually take the shells off before he has any pistachios? But yeah, I I can't I can't even I can't even look at you right now, right. producer Dave. I can't even look at you. It, at the very least, I'll break a Kit Kat in half. Right! Because when you get Kit Kat for Halloween, there really isn't there very much motivation because yeah. they're so much smaller to break the small Halloween size. Mm -hmm. But the full-size bars, you have to. Yeah. You have to break them individually. But you're, not, you're not like a weirdo that day. takes like a Reese's peanut butter comes and goes like, like eats oh, all the no, way around no, the no, edge. No, no, no. And like... I'll just eat the whole thing. It's just in my mouth. Okay. All right. You know what? Andy's back. Try making a s'mores with Kit Kat instead of a Hershey With Kit Kat bar. or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Both. Oh. It's seriously delicious. I like it. Yes. I like the way you're thinking. Now, we had another um, photo fail, basically, <laughs> <laughs> that happened on Twitter. I've never tried this before. Because um, usually when you do, like, a panoramic photo, it's for scenery. I mean, I suppose you can do it when you're trying to get, like, a big group of people. Right. But uh, this gentleman was trying to take a, a picture, a panoramic picture, with his dog, who is normally like, it's a big dog, like a, right. gi <laughs> a giant dog. And, uh, and it, uh, it didn't quite, he got the front half of the dog and the back half of the dog stuck together in the photo, but he, he's missing the middle of the dog. It's funny, um, I tried to take a panoramic picture of the Silver Dome when they were imploding it. Oh yeah. From M59 as traffic was passing by. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the pictures on my Facebook page, cars are doing the same thing. Oh, just a little bit, They're either getting bit, really, little really bit. long or they're getting really, really tiny. It's kind of like if you look at Google Earth, You'll see where the algorithm. Have you ever seen that, Dave? Oh yeah. Yeah, where it'll take roads and bridges and warp them and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I love it. So this guy put this picture out there, his complete and utter fail here. I'm trying to take a panoramic picture where it cut his dog off. And then, luckily enough, people were like, I feel you, man. Somebody else put up a picture where they tried to do it with their cat. Mm. And it also was horrific results there. That, that looks. I want that animal. 
Do you? It's kind of terrifying. Well, no, because you could have a cat and it would have no leverage to ruin your furniture with its claws. Right. It would just have to, like, yeah. use its tail All it could do is just and... walk around. <laughs> but, you know, if it were bigger, like it were a big cat, yeah. I'd be afraid that I'd wake up hanging upside down in an ice cave with my lightsaber just out of reach. <laughs> it's close. Right. Close. Oh, you are correct. Goodness. Yeah. So just be careful with your animals when you're taking pictures, people, because you can... <laughs> turn them into completely other monsters. Now, another failure uh, a lot of times is the state of Florida. Hmm. That if, if something weird has happened in the news, I normally have two guesses. I'm like, that either happened in Ohio or Florida. Hey, my wife's from Ohio. Well, You're I can't. You're absolutely right. There are always exceptions to the rule. Uh, so because of our love of the weird news from florida jimmy kimmel started a bit called this week in florida where he highlights the weird crap that happens there and this most recent episode was a special double episode Ooh. of this week in florida so please enjoy with everything happening in washington i think it's important not to forget the news in other parts of the country and with that said it is time for another edition of this week in florida Two people are facing drug charges after a tip sent officers to a parking lot on Winn-Dixie Highway, on Dixie Highway in St. Augustine. Officers found Crystal Methvin and Douglas Nickerson sitting in a parked car with Crystal Meth. Wow. <laughs> what a coincidence. Don't worry, she was bailed out by her amphetamine, so everything's okay. <laughs> and then... There are so many weird things happening in the Sunshine State. It's hard to limit this feature to just once a week. So would you like to see another one? All right. By popular demand, here it is, a special bonus edition of This Week in Florida. Girl, look at her. She is shaving. <laughs> what the? Oh, my God. This lady is shaving. <laughs> Oh, I hope she don't shave her hoo-ha next. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, she's going to make a great governor of that state. <laughs> that is a pertinent comment that right. she doesn't move up to uh, the lady parts next. <laughs> Gross. So yucky. At least if you're going to do that in a pool, do it where the water goes into the filter and that little hole in the side. <laughs> So that little hairs don't float. Ah! Oh, God. Oh. That is a close second to being in an oh. office with a bunch of office cubes and somebody is clipping their nails at their desk. Not their fingernails, their toenails, which has happened in an office building that I've worked in before. Oh. Pretty, just, pretty gross. You just made coffee taste bad. Mm, you're welcome. Mm. We're going to make it taste even better because uh, we have... An idea that has come out from the flaming lips about what they want to do with their next pressing of their vinyl albums. I didn't realize this was a thing that they were into, but apparently mm. with collaborators in the past, they have pressed some of their collaborators' actual blood into the vinyl record. I love that. Blood, sweat, and tears, literally. literally. Um, so if they did a collaboration with... Ja Rule, because he collaborates with everyone. Sure. He'd just get into the, you know, Flaming Lips, al Lips album and go, Uh, yeah, Flaming <laughs> Lips, you know? So if you wanted to clone him, you could take the record. Yeah, a little a, Ja DNA. Know, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, apparently they've been doing some work with uh, Miley Cyrus, and so for this one, 
they thought, wow, blood, been there, done that. We need to find some more, some other bodily fluid. So <laughs> they're thinking of trying to find a way to press some of Miley Cyrus's uh, urine and some glitter into their next album. Mm, it's like a scratch and sniff album, kind no. of, if no. that's the case. No. You know what? I'm, I'm fine with it because, number one, I probably wouldn't purchase the album. Oh, really? Yeah, number <laughs> one. But um, as long as she doesn't eat asparagus before they oh, do the record pressing, right? Wow! That's the only thing that would really be a turnoff. That's true. That's true. You'd have to send the record to the wrecking ball. <laughs> but glitter mixed in with Miley Cyrus's urine is not what we're going to be talking about next, although what we're going to be talking about next it kind of looks like that in real life. It yeah. looks like it, but it's not. What is it? Find out when we get back. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. I love how Grand Rapids has tried, sort of turned into Beer Town USA. Yes. I love it. So many craft breweries and uh, all kinds of different beers for you to enjoy. The home of crack fries. Is mm. Grand Rapids? Yeah. Did Wait, where did Hopcat start? In Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. It's the epicenter of crack fries. They are, listen, if yes. you have not been, because there's one in Detroit now, but obviously if you feel like driving to Grand Rapids, it's not a bad trip to take because you can just beer, 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 hop around to all the different places. Yeah. But My recommendation, go get beered up, go to a Griffins game, and then 
get really hungover and puke it all out at Meyer Gardens. Such Which are also weekend. beautiful and enjoyable, yeah. and I do love them as well. But yeah, uh, the, the crack fries at Hopcat, they deliver. Mm. So, so Let's good. Let's just leave the show now and go get And crack go get fries. some crack fries? Yeah. I'm totally mm. in. Uh, we can also go to a brewery in Grand Rapids called Brewery Vivant. Mm. And they, this is much like pineapple on pizza. Fruit in beer or fruity flavored beers can be very controversial. Some people are all about it, me. Other people, I'm assuming one sitting right there is, oh, oh, you're all right. You're not, okay. It depends on the beer. Yeah. Because some beer, I think, needs the fruit. Like white, white beers, I think, need the orange. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon beers, I mean, you get scurvy if you don't drink them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, honestly, if I ever go to any beer tasting events in the summertime, I'm all about any tent that has any sort of fruit-flavored blueberry, wow. strawberry, raspberry, whatever you're throwing in there that makes it sort of fruity, that's the beer that I want to try. I see. So clearly, I need to go to this place in Grand Rapids because just in time for June, they are putting out their strawberry glitter sparkles beer. <laughs> And I love sparkles, so I would love to. I don't know if you'd get glitter stuck on your lips or you look like you in your teeth. You look like you went to a strip club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know what? This beer absolutely looks delicious to me, but I'm just wondering, is the glitter like a gimmick? Or is yes. it a natural byproduct of the brewing? Mm, because I don't want No, I think glitter. it's, I'm pretty sure it's a, a, it's a gimmick. Yeah, no. The people who run this brewery said that they saw it at another sort of like beer festival and they wanted to try and make their own and it's, you know, while supplies last and only for a short amount of time and you're not allowed to do any take home jugs of it. Mm. So you have to come in, you can only try it on tap. So it's a big stunt for them to get people no, to come I, in. I, so. yeah, it, you know, I, um, I do love beers that, that where they take chances. The same brewery did a Punchki beer. They did? In 2017, where they had Punchki inspired ales. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the um, the kookiest beer you've tried? Do you think my fa It's actually one of my favorites. Is Shorts Brewery. I'm very partial to Shorts, mm -hmm. but uh, it used to be a very limited edition, and it was so good that they kept it around. It's called Bloody Beer. Okay. They brew a I'm beer. not liking the start of that. They brew a beer with celery, tomatoes, pepper, and it tastes like a normal beer going down. Yeah. But the finish tastes just like a Bloody Mary. Really? It's delicious. I love it's the like, hell oh out of a God, Bloody Mary. So good. A spicy Bloody Mary with all of the different snack foods that they throw at it. I'm totally yeah. in. And Shorts I love Bloody it. Beer. Bloody Beer. I used beer. to drive up north and pick it up and bring it downstate for Michelle. Really? Because it was that good. So nice. try Shorts Bloody Beer. I would like to try that. Are you into all the, the chocolatey ones or the pumpkin ones or anything I, like that? I, I like chocolate that stouts and coffee too stouts. pedestrian. Um, pumpkin, it depends on the pumpkin. I agree. I've tried a couple of them, and they are, you know what I really liked, um, and I think it's probably just a summary thing, are ones that have like a little bit of a grapefruit flavor to them. Oh, uh, yeah, those are okay. Refreshing. Yeah, in the 90s, I was really into smashing pumpkin's ale, but hey. by the time 2000 rolled around, I was pretty much done. Now, uh, just in time for the summer as well, we have a, a new shoe for you to check out, Joe. Tell me if you new would shoes. New I shoes! <laughs> would you be interested in the Nike uh, fanny pack shoe slide thingy? 
I would absolutely wear those. I kind of think these are brilliant. I'm not wearing a real fanny pack, but I will wear a shoe that has a purse in it. I'm not, I like the way that's going. Uh, you know what? Seriously, if like if there were a place where I could put my car keys. Yes. If, if that little pack is, wa is fairly waterproof. Right. And they float. Because I, I would wear those going boating or to the beach. Yes. And abso-freaking-lutely. I kind of love it. I yes. mean, people have been laughing at these pictures and laughing at Nike for wanting to come out with a fanny pack version of these slide shoes. But I kind of have the feeling that they're going to they're gonna be selling like hotcakes, Joe. It's going to take off. My wife got me a pair of flip-flops that had bottle openers. Oh, that's nice. They were made nice. by Reef, and they were amazing. And people would laugh at them. And then you take but, it off and you're like, whoop, whoop. Yeah, but you'd be somewhere and be like, oh, I don't have a bottle opener. Yup, I do. Here. Joe <laughs> does. Like, it's on my foot. Yeah, and so this kind of stuff I love. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it, for sure. Um, yeah, I am a person who, you know, has used many different things to keep my stuff in. In particular, my bra. I was going to say that, but it would have been <laughs> a little weird. As a lady, you can, I have fit almost an entire purse's worth of stuff in my bra before. My goodness. Like what? keys and a compact and like a tiny little what? brush and like what? money and credit cards. <laughs> like when you take your bra off, do your boobs have an imprint yes. of your keys? So yes. if you lose your key, you can make a spare off your boob. <laughs> I show up to the, uh, the hardware store and I'm like, can you make an impression of this? Amazing. You yes. know, You know who I think would wear these fanny pack slippers? Oh, I know he would. Craig Folly. He's a practical man. He is so pragmatic. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If ever there was someone I thought was going to be wearing these fanny pack Nike shoes, mm. it's our friend. It would be Craig Folly. Craig Folly. For two hours a day. Two. Two. Two Craigs in one. Uh, yeah, so enjoy that for the next few hours, and we'll see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show. You're on NewRadioMedia.com. Happy Monday. Glad to have you with me here today as we are.